Hey y'all. I'm Vega. And I'm V. Thanks for joining us as we share and discover what we do when in Vegas. Okay, so um, here we'll discuss like any and all things Dragon Age. Um, we'll share what we think about several aspects of the game, like characters, decisions, lore, you know, all that good stuff. Um, and that may include music, um, graphics, gameplay design, UI, um, basically anything that goes into making of the game and what we love and may not necessarily love about it. Um, we'll also discuss the experiences we've had with the game as Black LGBT players, um, because yes, it's a fantasy game, but that stuff still comes up when we consume any kind of content, and it influences the media itself. So naturally, it'll come up because that's just who we are, and you know, yeah. And there's a ton of things that can be said about Dragon Age, and I know that there's a lot of things that, well, we know that there's a lot of things that have already been said there's lots of youtube uh there's lots of other great podcasts out there but what we're hoping to add new to that is that we are bringing that intersectionality to the discussion because what kind of in motivated me to want to do something like this is i was actually trying to seek out more black dragon age content creators i know they're out there I know there's lots of like other just POC Dragon Age content creators, but when you look at the biggest or the most popular names, it's very, it's very white dominated space. And I think that that's the case with a lot of things, especially as gamers, Yeah, you know? So the biggest motivation of this is to just get some more black voices into the mix because I was sitting there, I was talking to my partner and I was like, you know, I really wish that there was more to consume. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, we could just do it. (laughs) And you pulled me in. Yes, because (laughs) B is actually the primary Dragon Age brain cell. Not the primary Dragon Age brain cell. I think so. Oh, my God. And, you know, really, when we think about if we're bringing anything new, I mean, in a game where you can make your own choices and there's so much lore, there's so much information, you know, I think that it's always going to be fun. Like, whoever really gets tired of hearing people's opinions on a decision-based game. I know, that's right. Because (laughs) I know there's some of us out there who are maxing out and doing every single thing, and then there are some of us out there. uh, You looked at me. I saw you look at me. Don't. (laughs) Well, there are some of us out there who are, you know, some people play the exact same game every time. Yeah. And... You know why? Yeah, I'm sure it's like good reasoning, but like, what is it? What does it spark in the brain? Yeah, like what is just so delicious about siding with the mages every time? And that can be <laughs> a discussion later. <laughs> but overall, um, at all times, we're here to have fun and express all of our feelings on this series that we really enjoy. We really do enjoy it, and if we are critiquing it for anything, it's because we care about it and we exactly. want it to be better. Um, And that's another one of those things that comes up as a black gamer, as I'm Latino as well, as an LGBT gamer. Like there's just so many things that you see in games that you, excuse me, that you start to connect it to yourself and you Mm -hmm. cannot help but do that. Yeah. 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 Yes, 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 yes. And I think that, you know, obviously a lot of us play for escapism, Mm -hmm. but 
it's just one of those things. It always comes up. It does. It's like you can you can be playing the most mundane thing ever, and then next thing you know, you've got a racism allegory. Exactly. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, okay. And allegories are abundant <laughs> and everywhere. And it's not all we're going to talk about, but it's definitely going to come up because it's just integral to how we experience the game because it's how we experience life and existing. Mm-hmm. So that's just like the quick rundown of what to expect from us here. But we thought for this really short intro episode, and please forgive any any bumps or flounders, this is all very new to both of us. Oh, God. And you know, if I'm talking too low, y'all tell me. And bunny now that you've said that, that does remind me about um, <laughs> a disclaimer that I wanted to give. Me and B are both black. <laughs> and there's a way that that sounds sometimes. And that is not an invitation for anybody listening or whatever to start like using AAVE just because yes. we said it. Yes. Like I know how I'm not, I don't know what I'm expecting in terms of like mm-hmm. the bigness of this. I just want to, we just want to talk and share and get it out there. Maybe somebody will be listening. And if you are listening, I know how the internet works. I know how Twitter works. Yeah. If you are like quoting stuff that we say, okay, but I just wanted to give a disclaimer that the way that we talk is not necessarily an invitation for non-Black people to start using that's whatever very, we were saying. That's a very good point. That's a very good point because the language does get snatched quite often. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> like, like it just it just does, and you like you know you don't necessarily want to um, feel like you're contributing contributing to the snatching of language, but like this mm. is just how we talk on a daily basis, you know? So it's, you know. Yeah. So if you hear any AAVE, you may hear some other things that we say. And if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. I understand. But just kind of give the disclaimer, like, this is who we are. This is how we talk. That is not an invitation. Exactly. Like that might come up. That might come up once in a while. Like this nigga was really wild the other day. It'll happen a lot. It's, Especially talking about soulless and black wall. So, <laughs> yes, I just wanted to lay kind of an expectation for what to expect from us. We are who we are, and it's how we experience the game. So, that being said, God, that we got all that out of the way, um, we wanted to do a small little like get to know us activity. And some of these answers we haven't even shared with each other yet. Mm-hmm. So, we thought to start out for this shorter episode. Um, our what would you call our prologue launch prologue. episode? A nice, mm. our nice prologue. You know, our own <laughs> little tapestry, not narrated mm. by Varric, but you know, that's a good way to put it. Our tapestry. So, we thought we would share some things relating to us about Dragon Age to kind of help you guys understand who we are a little bit better. We are going to share our favorite game of the three. We're going to share our dream party using members from across all three games. And then we're going to share our favorite random Dragon Age fact. Just anything about it. So B, do you want to start? Not you putting that on me. On me. Go ahead. Um, I I got into Dragon Age because of Mass Effect, but Mass Effect wasn't, it wasn't clicking the same way, you know? And then you start Dragon Age and it's been like seven years for me playing Dragon Age. 
Um, my fave protagonist is really hard to say because I just have so many characters across all the games. So I have to go about this generally. And I think I enjoy playing as a warden and inquisitor the, the most. Those are, those are my favorites. Um, I don't know. There's just something about it and the way the, like the games allow you to make your protagonist, like to really fill them out and give them personality. Um, and uh, the, the dream squad from everyone across all three. Yes. I would have to say, oh God, three people. Okay. We're going to put, we're going to put Zevran in there. We're going to put Fenris in there. Gotta have a tank. And we're going to put Dorian. I know I picked all men, men, but come on now. And then favorite random fact. Um, it's in Dragon Age Origins, and it's uh, one of those random events you get when you're like traveling from place to place. Like if you do it enough, you just keep getting events. And it's like you stop and it cuts to this like old lady and man looking into a crater, a smoking crater. And he's like, oh, my God, it's a boy. We'll <laughs> take him and raise him as our own. And um, Are you it's, dead it's, it's very, it's very real. <laughs> yeah. And it's like and it's like literally like, it's just mom, pa, Kent. And then you can go into the crater and pick up the meteorite and then take it to Soldier's Peak. And after you do the Soldier's Peak DLC, and they'll make like a special weapon for you. Oh, see, <laughs> I don't have any Origins DLC. Maybe that's part of it. I'm, I'm about to give you my, I got two copies of Dragon Age Origins. Don't even <laughs> listen, just say the word. Well, I've never heard of that one before. That is interesting. <laughs> so, okay. Thank you. So I guess, so you said your favorite protagonist. So I guess, would that mean that your favorite game is Origins? Because you said you like playing as a warden. Yes. I like I like playing wardens and inquisitors the mm-hmm. most. And I think, I think Origins is still my favorite, even though I've played it nine times. I think that actually gives more credibility to it being <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> Not still, like it would just... It would just deteriorate over uh, time. It's just, it's just like you know. I think if I could play it on something other than a PlayStation Three, it, I wouldn't sometimes feel it wane because it's so yeah. easier to turn, like, to just turn on your PS Four, PS Five, and play Inquisition than trying to dig up your PS Three. You fight the controller. You fight the crashes. You fight the three hour yeah. load time at. The t- yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Take it away, V. I will say that my favorite Dragon Age game Mm -hmm. is Dragon Age 2. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I've actually played it the... Well, I've played Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age 2 the same amount of times. Mm -hmm. If I count that I messed up my Dragon Age 2 midway through and had to start over. And then when I finished it, if I count that as one playthrough, which I will. But Dragon (laughs) Age 2 is my favorite because Hawk is my favorite protagonist. Mm. And I think that it's, I know that <laughs> Dragon Age 2 is like the, um, the, what's the, the controversial the black, child. The black sheep of the family. Yeah. And 
it is more of a standard game where you have a pre-made mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. But something about that game just feels more like comfortable, like homey, cozy oh. to me. And it's not it's definitely not about like the content of the game. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy how you come about getting your characters. And I like I like that it takes place over the course of a couple of years mm-hmm. okay. because both in Origins and Inquisition, there's kind of like this, like, the world is ending sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's motivating you all together. Yeah, and obviously, I love the companions that are there. And you can romance in all three. And romance can be found in more, naturally. Yes. yes. But, like, I don't know. I really like how in Dragon Age 2, you all stay together because you want to be. You did a favor. Mm-hmm for Fenris now he's hanging around he's like I got your back you do a favor for Isabella and she's like you know if you need something I got your back and they start following you because you help them and they like you and it's much I don't know I well I guess I can't speak to whether it's more or less easy Mm -hmm. to lose people in terms of recruitment Mm -hmm. but there's not like a go recruit the Grey Warden in the hinterlands like the way that Blackwall is just like so there Yes. And Sarah and Vivienne send you invitations yes. in a way. So, oh, I and, love that. And it's not like those are like bad things, obviously, mm. because I've played Inquisition the most because there's just so much meat to eat there. Meat. But eat. if I had to say, I think that I really love this. I'm just like in love with Dragon Age 2. Oh. And with that being said, my dream party would also have Fenris mm-hmm. because... His abilities are just really cool. I guess they're similar to Cassandra's, like, seeker things. Like, if you were to look at Mm -hmm. the skill tree, Mm -hmm. I reckon it's like that. Because I know they retcon, like, blood magic into (laughs) necromancy. And, like, I know that that happened for mages. So I think that Fenris's class is closest to Cassandra's. Mm -hmm. Grab the heart. It's it's tough. That is tough. You just have to have that. And I also love him. Yes. And... I know mm-hmm. that Zevron starts out with like higher stats. I'm not sure, but somebody told me yes. that Zevron starts out with higher stats yes. because you usually, maybe it's him or Liliana. I don't know. I think I think it was Zevron because I remember seeing something about that as well. Yeah, he's just he's just a little um, strong. I mean, and it makes sense. He's an assassin, and I like the assassin skill tree for the rogue compared to like, well, using Inquisition as a reference, using compared to Tempest and Artificer. Yeah, I like the assassin tree mm-hmm. most, assassin and good. so that's what Zevron has. Now he doesn't have that exact skill tree, but <laughs> the the translation of it would be that. Mm-hmm. So I would be bringing Fenris and Zevron, mm-hmm. and assuming. That my character is a mage, yes, and we have a balanced party, yes. I would probably bring Iron Bull mm-hmm. because being a reaver, I think, is also a very valuable we- like tank skill. And I know I didn't pick a mage, and I don't even play as mages often, so there's not mm-hmm. even a guarantee that me leading this party mm-hmm. would have like <laughs> would have a mage in the front. Mm-hmm. And you need that. But I think if I didn't choose Bull mm-hmm. and I had to put a mage in, I would actually, I was thinking to put in Vivian. 
Oh, because the Night Enchanter skill tree is yeah so that is fire delicious. It is, <laughs> and she's like, like maybe in another episode we'll talk about like our favorite parties per game, mm-hmm. and I can get into like the nitty gritty of that. But if I have to like, I'm picking three to go fight. I don't know, Solus or something like that. I would probably take those three with me, and I'd feel very confident in winning <laughs> that fight. And again, if my character is a mage, then I would have bull and we're just going to like slash him up Mm -hmm. because between the reaver and like whatever, I think Cassandra's is like the Templar thing, but that's not what she says. Like she can like make the blood in some inside of somebody's body, like boil. Oh, lovely. That's her, like her seeker Templar ability. Delicious. Delicious. Mm -hmm. That's not magic at all. is it? (laughs) No, not at all. So I, I just, that, that's what I would do. Um, and my favorite fact in Dragon Age, actually, Gimme. is the the concept of background romances. Oh, nice. I really love the idea that if I'm not actively romancing somebody, mm-hmm. things still happen outside of my character. That's big you know brain of you. That's big brain of you. <laughs> and I think it's one of those things that like, we all enjoy it. Yes. But like, just, just to give her a highlight, just to give yes. her a pedestal for a moment. You said give her a pedestal. I think, I really think that it makes it feel more lived in. Kind of like the Dragon Age 2 feeling. I was saying, yes. It feels like cozy. It feels worn. Mm-hmm. It feels lived in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anything like that happens in Origins. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Everyone's just kind of standing there. Um, there's, there's a couple like, you know, Zev, Zev, I mean, Zevin flirts with everyone, you know? <laughs> so it's like, there's no like concrete, like, you know, anything like that. But, you know, DA2, like you said, people get closer. Inquisition, they definitely oh yeah turn that up. It's like each game, they upped the ante of mm-hmm. that happening more. Because Dragon Age 2, the only one that I can think of mm-hmm. is Fenris and Isabella. Yeah. And I know it's not like, it's probably not like the same kind of level of romance, but I mean, mm-hmm. who's to say that it can't be? In the voice lines, they kind of just deliver it as if they're kind of like casual. Mm-hmm. But I really think they understand each other. And I think that, I don't know, I think that they really work together. Mm-hmm. They both know what it's like to have to hurt and have to heal. Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I enjoy them. And then, of course, when we get to Inquisition, we've got Dorian and Bull. Mm-hmm. And that is so delicious. You said it's delicious. I'm it is with so you. good. I would venture to say that they love each other more than, like, they love you as the Inquisitor. I knew you were going to say that. I or at knew. least in Bull's case. He seems much more excited about Dorian than he ever did about my Inquisitor. I'm crying. Uh, okay. D- the, the hottest take. <laughs> Let me get comfortable up in here. Well, I just, that's what I observed. I think Dorian is probably the same either way because he's looking for mm-hmm. that. But anyway, to kind of focus it back in, I think the background romances really help the world mm-hmm. feel lived in, even mm-hmm. down to like like the, the super NPCs. You because I guess I guess technically your squad mates are playable characters because you can yeah. turn into them. But like Sarah um, and Dagna yeah. getting uh, together. What's it? Whittle, yeah, Whittle. And so they they get together. I remember. And like if you leave Cole as a spirit, Meriden and Krem kind of like yes. well, Krem shoots his shot. 
We can yeah, only crim- assume that crim- it's done well. Crim shoots his shot, and then if you if you keep cold human, then he gets with um the the bard lady. Yeah, Meriden. Uh, yes, thank you. And I so I. I could do a whole other discussion about why getting in a relationship has to be what makes Cole human, but we could save that for we, the Cole we, episode. We have a lot to unpack there. Uh, they, there's a we there's a lot to unpack about a lot of <laughs> they, they they're all going to get their um their episode. Everyone will get their moment. Yeah, and we even we touched on some of that here, but um, we wanted to keep this one very short just to give you a, give you a tickle, give you a little tickle in the ear about what you we're going to be talking a about. Tickle in the air i can't with just you. just you know just a little buzz to understand like who we are where we're coming from um again forgiving any potential roughness that this episode has because this is our very first one very first one and it can literally only get better it can so <laughs> is there anything that um you want to close out with me before we get into our first actual episode. Um, I'm just looking forward to having a good time and clowning around and cutting up. <laughs> <laughs> Heard. Oh my gosh. We love Dragon Age, you guys. We yes. really do. And everything that we're going to bring to you will be sincere. It's yes. going to be <laughs> energized. We really, really love this game. And we're hoping that, you know, Black Dragon Age fandom rise we want to find each other. Um, (laughs) I follow so many people and I still am wanting, I know y'all out there. So Mm -hmm. we're going to just get more of our voices out there. We're hoping to have, you know, some guests come and talk with us. I already got a friend. One of them, they are really, really rearing to (laughs) defend Blackwell's honor. And we cannot (laughs) defend his honor. Well, I look forward to that. I think that, I think that we're good for our first one. I think that'll do it. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. If you listen to the end, shout out to you. We love you already. It's already all love. (laughs) Have a lovely day. Yes, have a safe day. Make sure you do something that you love tonight. Mm -hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.